Riley would get well, pissed that's off the, yeah, at. That's You're not supposed to say, you already hit the word that you shouldn't. We're not recording that. Fuck it, we'll do it live! When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politankering with the show Where I don't know man I like this theme song The truth is I don't know man I don't know if I mentioned that before I don't know man I don't know man All my little snowflakes out there, Sean Fa. Sean Fa. Say who you know. You're always on. Paolo Tinkerts. Thanks. Okay, there Joey. We go. Now we're better. Not wait. We're better. You know. I don't know. I don't know when you people are going to interrupt me, so I have to stop. That's the point of interruptions. Well, then that no, and then I'll just cut it off at the pass. Okay. You did. Welcome to Politinkering. Sean Fa. I am Sean O'Brien. Sean Fa already said it. He can't say it again. Joey. I can say it as many times as I Joey. Want. Say who you are. Joey Byer. And uh, so cool. Welcome back. Uh, remember to follow us at Politinkering on Twitter. If you get a chance, head over to iTunes and rate us and write a review. Tell your friends. And then Subscribe. We'll friends. Um, also, if you're feeling particularly generous this holiday season, whatever holiday it is, I don't know what happened. I don't know why I said that. I think it's Easter and 420. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Uh, anyway, there's a little link down at on forecast.com. Okay. Sean, where exactly is this link on forecast.com? I haven't looked. Um, it's on the front. <laughs> it's very descriptive, friend. It's very descriptive. Uh, you can't really miss it. <laughs> there, apparently, there, apparently, there's a huge spot on it that just says, "Give us some money." It is so you guys can donate if you're feeling particularly generous, and uh, you can buy us dinner at some point. It's literally in the middle of the landing. Now page. I need to go take a shower because I feel disgusting yep. saying that. Yeah, so sorry, it's just horrible. But I said it at the top. And anyway, how you guys doing? Everyone okay? No. I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. Joey got in. He was like so fucking crying instantly. He's like, we should do it. We should order food now. So That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I want food. <laughs> Me want food. Um, I have a question for you guys. I'm sure you As do. always, I yeah. always have a question for you. All right. Every single time. You have more than We've one. heard this question before. What is it? Yeah. What is happening? Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. I hate them too. But what is happening? Sean Fa. Okay. Bill O'Reilly just got fucking fired. Okay. But the real question there would be like. How accountable should a company be for, doing this for the actions of employees? I don't know. I don't understand. Is it ever okay to grab a pussy? You tell me. You tell me. I don't know. I would say no. Okay. Is Fox yeah. News just as, you know, an entity damaging to our republic? I'm not really sure. Okay. I, are, how are women responding? Are women, is this just a huge backlash of women? Did they like see Trump get elected and said like, mm-hmm. And this is going to be a thing now. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to take down the whole fucking world because you guys fucked us for the last, you know, couple millennia. Anyway, um, you know, I don't know. Or is Fox News going down? That's the real question there. But that's not it. We also have North Korea. I don't know what the mm. fuck's happening with North Korea. Okay. I mean, who's, tr- who's crazier, Trump or Un? Are some people impossible to negotiate with? I don't know. When should we use soft power versus hard power? Is it only when you're having sex from behind or is it fine whenever you want? It's okay. Where was the Armada? Because I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We also have Rant Corner coming up. We have like a whole Rant Corner thing going down. Okay, we got United Airlines, Spicer, Chocolate Cake. Joey's got a weird prosecution cock teaser we're going to talk about. Sean's going to talk about, uh, you know, 
WGA. Joey also has got a Russia hard-on rant, and we also have Conspiracy Thorner, Corner coming out this whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Finally, we're going to close it out with uh, how transparent should the uh, executive branch be? Our right. table of contents is like 20% of the show. That's yeah, the whole say, point. That's our show, folks. Thank you. That's the whole us. point. <laughs> that's it's just too much for you to comprehend. That is the structure of our show. I just spit it out, and then you don't know what's happening because yeah, that's the whole point. You're just too organized. And then we go back and I'm we just, talk. Yeah, making fun of you. You guys that. just like yeah. to fucking jerk around and talk, and I need a structure. Yeah, I have weird. a Parker pen and a piece of paper. Nice. Let me ask you guys a fucking question. How accountability? How accountable? Should a company be for its employees' actions? Mm. Uh, well, this is this is kind of a a line crosser for me. So um, I don't know if that's the right term, but either way, the um, like a red line in the sand. Uh, no, no. <laughs> By the way, both of those two things are redundant. You yeah, can either that... just say red line or line in the sand. It doesn't mm. have to be red. And I don't know how it became a red line in this. Like, That's kind of cool, to, though. It's double. Why would you need to paint the red line on the sand? Like, you just take just a stick and draw it. And, yeah, <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah. Take a stick and draw it. That's the whole point. If it's just a ground, then you need a red line. Take this stick and draw so it. Somebody, I, I like it. Here no more. Somebody needs to tell Trump what the deal is with that. I suppose. But uh, my, I, I don't think that a, a company should be bearing any responsibility for its workers when those workers are not in their performing their job functions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unfortunately, coming from the insurance industry, there is a lot of uh, precedent for companies being responsible for their employees. So, unfortunately, in the legal system, companies, you know, are essentially held liable for what their employees do do, uh, especially when they are salaried employees. So when you're like a salaried employee, you're basically like always on the clock. So you're kind of always a representative of that company. So mm-hmm. your actions do uh, uh, legally affect the company. But I do not think that is right. And especially in this day and age of uh, uh, everyone living on social media, um, you know, there is dirt on everyone, you know, that we are all sinners. There is no, none among us that is completely pure. Mm-hmm. And we are just kind of setting ourselves up for this, this ultimate failure. The caveat here, though, and where the, the line crossing comes in, which is not the appropriate term, but it's what I'm using right now is the uh this specific instance that we're talking about the bill o'reilly stuff um fox news has been taking responsibility for these things so paying off yeah yeah and and, you know these are things that are happening within 80 million dollars they paid off like 80 million dollars to people that and these things are actually happening 65 of it went to the men (laughs) (laughs) but these things are happening in the company on company time in company buildings sure so you know it's not that um i mean i'm sure it is happening outside of the company as well they are just kind of covering all of these uh, shenaniganeries but um once they start uh taking responsibility for that i i think they are uh duplicitous they set a precedent yeah they they are basically taking responsibility in uh trying to protect their property and so they are then i mean that is so at a certain point conspiracy i mean (laughs) okay but so then at a certain point it just becomes too um, damaging to keep them on and it is a monetary gain and you're comfortable with that? That's basically what you're saying, yeah? Um, 
it, well, it, then it, it's just that I have no sympathy for the company at that right, point. Yeah, yeah. So when, once they take that responsibility on themselves. What about the person, though? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, at a certain point, like, should Bill O'Reilly not have been fired because they've been, they've been taking responsibility for it this whole time? Oh, and well, so should they have fired him for this? And again, that's a whole other sort of issue when we're talking about media versus like normal people. So right. if this was like a, a normal, you know, HR situation Got at it. a okay, corporate yeah. place, that would be a, a different connotation. But when we're talking about someone that's on television, television you can take people off of television whenever the fuck you want that is part of the the uh you know contract you sign with the entertainment industry i don't mean the actual paperwork i mean sure. the selling of your soul just that idea that you know you are uh only going to be in front of the lens for as long as it is profitable okay joey what about you when is it okay to grab a pussy oh you were asking me that i was going to talk about bill o'reilly when did you stop eating your wife uh I'm well, fucking around. Yeah, talk about d- Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I just wanted to trip you. Um, <laughs> when would Bill O'Reilly ask for consent? That's another question. Never. He doesn't so, know the word. Like, why are we not focusing on what a horrible person he is? You can go ahead. You can talk about it whatever you want, man. And Here's the fact one. that they've been covering this up for a long time, and they can't pretend it's for moral reasons. It's clearly <clears throat> have they been because they've been losing up? advertising dollars. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's that's. And, it seems like they don't really give a I'll, shit. It's just that now it matters to them, and they uh, got caught. And so exactly. now they're yes, they are and their covering bottom it up. line is making less money, and that's that's all they care about. <clears throat> uh, no, yeah. what I mean is they weren't covering it up before. It's they just were, that they're you know. They're, they were sweeping it under the rug, if you want sure, to be. Sure, yeah, old. yeah. And to me, that is that is the same as covering it up. That I, is, and I know, I know. I'm saying that they they were before; they aren't now. Oh no, no, yeah. Now their cards are on the table because it hit the point of no return. Right. It's right. exactly it's critical right. mass. It's very anyway, interesting yeah, it to see. Well, it's not only it's like a perfect storm here because not only it's Fox News is very insular community, and Roger Ailes was there before, you know, mm-hmm. allowing all this, but you know, he is the most. Um, what you know, ratings getting host of all in all He's of cable face. news. Yeah. He makes the most money. Like he is the biggest get in all of cable news. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah, we, uh, was it on this show we were talking on GBC where uh, he makes twenty five million a year, but they spend like thirty five million a year to cover his lawsuits. So <laughs> like good. in it's essence, uh, yeah. In essence, yeah. he way is to go, costing. Derek. I think that was Eric. Way to go, Eric. Yeah. Way to go. Um, <clears throat> I mean, sorry. Do you guys think Fox News was healthy to have on the air in the first place? That like state news sanctioned weird thing that just basically said whatever the Republican. And that's not you know state what? news sanctioned. Before yeah, I go too not. far, I I know it's not Although state it's sanctioned, but basically it is. I mean, it's, it's 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 Republican sanctioned. That's the thing, and and a lot of people say it's just a conservative. It's a conservative skew on things, but I don't think that's necessarily true. They they follow Republican yeah. the Republican Party's marching right, orders, right. which is specifically different from conservative ideals. It it is a skew of yes, totally, it, yeah. totally. That's the thing, and that's what a lot of people don't you know, kind of recognize with it. But well, that's where everybody do- gets their fucking talking point. We are in a two-party system. We have two teams. One is liberal and one is more conservative. Mm-mm-mm. That is pretty much no, no, no. what most people are aware there of. There are two teams, mm-hmm. the Republicans and the Democrats. That doesn't mean... And one is, you know, one is taking a lot of marching orders from, at its core, weirdly skewed conservative ideals and the other one is taking its core from weirdly skewed mm-hmm. liberal ideas it doesn't mean there's just two ideological teams in this country. I, i'm not arguing with you I i'm just not. saying just the, the public percent, I... perception is that these things are synonymous sure but i guess my point is i don't think cnn is you know necessarily democrat oh bullshit 
I think MSNBC is totally. Yeah, I do okay. not think CNN is. I really don't. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't think. Now, that doesn't not, mean it's not, not as completely. No, it is. No, I. I it I is really slightly don't. more unbiased. I will g- certainly give you that, but I would not say that CNN is completely fair and balanced uh, to. No, no. I mean, I will. I mean, in many ways, I don't. <laughs> How know do you measure possible. these uh, cable news organizations? You measure them by the personalities of their big stars, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess you're talking much. about like. Well, that are you? Like, so that's what I'm asking you. Like, that and are their... we measuring Anderson Cooper and Jake? Tapper versus Tucker Carlson and Brett Baer and obviously they are the big mouthpieces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. Right, so th- is that the measurement of these? It's not the only measurement. It's you know or, when you're flipping through, what is the general message? And you know you can tell when they're using talking points. You can mm-hmm. tell when you flip from channel to channel and they have the exact same uh, phraseology of everything that they're saying. And you you know you you get just the feeling that even though these aren't the big names that everyone is kind of pushed to the same corner this is kind I of the so. well ahead. this is the the issue with journalism in general is that uh being a a editor of news gives you a lot of influence whether or not you uh, consciously exude that influence. So just by the stories that you encourage people to look into, just by the stories that you encourage the uh, the fostering of, you are giving a slant. And so CNN certainly does have that liberal slant, that democratic slant, more so than you know a a completely unbiased situation. Situation. I see. I, again, I'm not even sure it's possible to be completely unbiased. It's not. Period. No. So they, it, yeah. with that, with that in mind, if it has to be one or the other, sure, maybe. But I, but I, I think that the one thing that you can go after that is unbiased is whether or not something is empirically true. That's it. Point blank. Now, the talking points that come out afterwards, right, and the way that a question is phrased mm-hmm. might be said in such a way, but. Then the fucking talking heads afterwards, it's always, you know, both sides of it fucking screaming at each other, which gets annoying after a while, particularly when you have, you know, fucking Jeffrey Lord and uh, and Kaylee McAhaney talking completely out of their fucking asses about random bullshit. And then you have, you know, smug other, you know, smug liberals on the other side just kind of like rolling their eyes. It's it's not very healthy in that capacity. But if if the measurement, as Joey said, is basically whoever is guiding the conversation. No, I think it's as fair and balanced as you can possibly get when it comes to cable news, which I might add is clickbait across the board. I don't think it's healthy no matter yeah. what. I don't think Fox News on the far right, you know, CNN and in somewhere in the you know center to the left. And then MSNBC on the far left are very healthy. But regardless of all that, I really don't think I, – I think truth is the key to all this. And that's the one thing that I fucking didn't see when it came to Fox News. Yeah, so who scores better on the truth meter? Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's my issue because the, the skew on it was – and you might claim that I'm being liberal about it, but – Go ahead. What do you think? Oh no, I just oh, think I, I think huffed. yeah, yeah. My my disdain was that I I think that there is uh, a very low truth factor just across the board. Uh, the vast majority of the twenty four hour news cycle is filled with opinion because opinion can't but be ha- prosecuted. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. What do you mean I, across? I'm, I'm see, what... Saying across the board seems very uh, sim- simple and too too simple an answer. Like that does it's not true. How could anything be 
perfectly across the board. Nothing is that, that no, I, new, I just yep, mean that nothing is that unnuanced, no, especially when it comes to political opinion. But the the vast majority of uh, news Spin, media so these days is opinion based rather than fact based. I don't think that that's. It true. depends what you read. Or I watch. really don't think that that's true. When you really, I mean, you know, you know me. I have four different pieces of fucking paper as far mm. as structuring things. Right. I totally agree with you. Pound for pound. The the vast majority of time spent are is the opinion part where people are talking about it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that the core of the conversation isn't fact because it's all centered around that. And just because the majority of the time is spent with opinions, that doesn't mean that there isn't something that started it that guides the conversation is rooted in fact. And that's the problem that I don't see in Fox News because the core of the conversation is not necessarily rooted in fact. Mm. It's rooted in opinion. And, and same thing with MSNBC, by the yeah. way. Same thing with MSNBC. The, the, quote, core of the conversation is rooted in opinion, whereas with CNN, and again, I don't fucking like cable news in the first place. I mean, you guys should be reading Washington Post, New York Times, Wall Street so, Journal, like, read hard-hitting fucking actual journalism. But that, I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking, whatever. But uh, anyway, but, go ahead, Joey. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to ask if you guys read any other right-wing uh, stuff. Drudge Report or... Um, is The Hill right-wing? Do you consider The Hill right-wing? No. It's supposed to be right. Doesn't seem like it. It's like Wall Street Journal, I also meant right? Breitbart. Do you read Breitbart? I don't go that far right. No, I don't read any of that shit. No. I don't go any far left or... I, I don't do... Which which one's Heat Street? It's... Uh, left or right? It's kind of alt-left. And The Blaze is all weird. right, right? Yeah. I, I just can't stand any of it. Right. It's That's really just sort right. of... Right. Yeah. It's, That's Glenn Beck. It's yeah. not alt-right. The yeah. Blaze? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. pre-alt-right. It's like teabagger, right? Yeah, but okay. Glenn Beck is hates the alt right. He's yeah. come out and said it many times. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like Glenn Beck and Tommy Laren are both like oddly like moderate alt, like moderate alt right. I guess. Yeah, but they hate yeah. each other and one fire the exactly. Other, so. That's what I mean. And yet they're well, in the, the same. I, mean, so, kind of I like think therein is the divide. I think that you know Tommy is alt right, and Glenn Beck was that that precursor to alt right. That you know thought they had things a little bit more under control you yeah, what you true, want. I, I think it's just young republican versus old republican that's kind of what alt-right is exactly it is yeah well because because they're more libertarian in a way they're, yeah they're more concerned with kind of like personal yeah, i right. think i think they're down with some of the more social issues like uh well, she said she's pro-choice i think well that's, that's kind what of the, that's what started it but exactly. i'm and i mean not just that i bet like they're they come out i'm like some of them might be like affirmative action or something. To like clarify, I guess that the point is no, because they wouldn't be. The, the, I well, think maybe that, not. I'm just saying. I, I think that's an example of. A, okay. Whatever. What I mean is, I think that the specific divide would be that um, the alt right, quote unquote, is more about just kind of personal responsibility, personal liberty. They don't give. They they don't like the government overreach, but it's not their primary factor. It's it well, it's their primary factor in that it might overreach to the individual person whereas but the solution the, is more personal based. right whereas the tea party kind of you know now freedom caucus element of it is government overreach in a more um business societal uh protection standard does that make sense i think that that's sort of the i don't there, think there actually and are Tommy Lahren totally but I, i'm just saying uh, i don't think there actually are any alt-right uh, members in congress no, they aren't. Yeah, no. I agree so with you. though they have Not to yet. be supporting the the Freedom Caucus, they might so, support. You're right. Yeah, that's I guess who that's they true. got. Like, that's I the mean, farthest right there. They're going to read the wins, though. They're going to read the wins if it's if it seems like it's blowing towards alt right. If it seems like their constituency is is pushing that way, and that's where the youth and that's where I the mean, energy they're going to have more. That's where they're going to acquiesce sure. to. Yeah, and I'll t- I'll tell you what though, man. In the end, the majority of the right as it is. Falls behind ideology above all else. That's at least yeah. what I've noticed. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. That's, that's why. That's why they consider that 
you know, the mainstream media and all everything else, even center even centrists are to the left because from their perspective, they're rooted in this objectivist ideology. Whereas, you know, I, I'm a liberal in oh. their minds. Which I guess is vaguely true, but I don't really, ca- I'm, you know, I don't hold ideals. I care about one fucking thing, truth. That's it. You know what I mean? And Listen, the opinion it, it, it part makes of it. perfect sense because if you are anywhere to the left, CNN isn't, isn't, is, is like you accurately said, probably somewhere center left. Right. Uh, and alt-right would be like, are you crazy there? Like, CNN is the fucking, like, socialist bullshit, right. like, crazy. And people who kind of, like, live in MSNBC think that CNN doesn't go far enough. They, that they're, you know, little fucking... Trump, because again, what would they do? They would just play Trump rallies, you know, from beginning to end, and then that damaged whatever it was. You know what I mean? I, it's all accurate. I, agree. I mean, I I like CNN to an extent. I wanted. To, I mean, they didn't. I think it was an interesting fe- uh, test was the uh, dossier, the Steele dossier that was BuzzFeed. You know, right where they just flat they, out have not reported on the yeah, contents so of it, and everyone kind of claimed this that CNN. Did. I think they linked to BuzzFeed once or something like that, and they went crazy on it because they were like. Hey, look, CNN is supporting this uh, unsupported do- uh, dossier. Uh, yes, that at no point has CNN ever discussed what was the, what the details of the dossier. At no point. I know. I'm not yeah. blaming CNN. No, I I'm just saying I'm just it's clarifying. It, it. It, it, they are they're in the doghouse from Trump because of that reason. Yeah, they're in the doghouse in general reasons, because there are many the fucking reasons. One. But they've they've held you know they've they've I'll put it this way, man. They've dug their heels in and they've persevered throughout all this as and they've done and you know look man i jeff whatever the, who's the fucking cnn guy who's the main guy there jake tapper no 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 the 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 ceo jeff zucker jeff zucker right so jeff zucker is not off the hook for one reason and one reason only as far as my mind's concerned that because <laughs> he's, he's still, an evil motherfucker <laughs> no 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 that he's that he, so when when asked why kaylee mcahaney and jeffrey lord were still sort of allowed to be on cnn so to speak every single day and and have just as much equal time no matter what as long as they're just kind of spewing nonsense and his answer to that was they're they're characters in the narrative which is i guess fair but what? that doesn't mean that that what they're saying deserves a a platform. I guess that's my problem with. It. You know what I mean? It, I think the conversation yeah, it's is a yes not, and yeah yes they do not deserve they do not deserve a platform and no they they should not be characters in a fucking drama. This is right. the news. You're reporting real life. What the fuck are you doing? Right, Zucker, bitch. <laughs> anyway, fuck Bill O'Reilly. I'm glad he's fucking gone. I'm I'm I, I'm and I hate to just like show my cards here but i'm i'm so fucking tired of fox news and i really love to see it go down i really i really one thing real quick just to circle back to the the cnn thing and the uh the pointing to the uh the dossier um i do think that that is uh that that they do bear responsibility for that um you know the idea of using their their name on their internet brand to point over to this hey guys check this little thing out we're not really saying it's true we're not really saying it's false but you know you might want to take a, a look at this is a story and this is a story exactly okay. and you know regardless of this if they say it on on tv or on sure. the the web they are putting that cnn stamp on it yeah and i i do think that they they bear the responsibility for that i guess that's it, fair here's the thing is i think it was a story um and i and I, but you can still. Yeah, but they didn't want to. They, they didn't, didn't have the sources to go forward with it. No, well, they, so didn't they didn't have the backup. They didn't print it, but they linked to it. Right, and it's and not, that that's, right. that's okay. a big like that. problem with this culture is that people are just you know what is it uh, a a lie can travel the world three times before the truth puts it uh, ties its shoes. Okay, it is. It's you more know, than that. I, I understand, but here's the thing: is I personally believe this dossier is real. 
Uh, there's been multiple sources who have come out and said it's real. A lot of it makes a ton of sense. That's fine. Then, then get it's some. Been, it's been used to make a FICA warrant on Carter Page. It's the FBI is currently using it as a real evidence. Then get so, someone that will cooperate it. Get some. Get someone. It, get get a verified source like any other goddamn news story. It's tough before to you do stamp. That. Okay. Before the, you stamp your fucking name on it. Okay. So here's here's he, there's two, there's I still two problems. Think it's here. interesting and newsworthy. They're, they're trying to take res- or they're trying to not take responsibility for doing their, the same thing. Okay. They're they're trying to slip through the cracks there, and it's bullshit. There's two problems here. I I, I, I do right. agree with you. I do agree with you. Um, okay. First first problem is. Um, you said we wouldn't get a random. If I told you, if I told no, you, I just said I didn't have one planned. Just oh. stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> do not think. Do what I want. Do not think. Do not picture in your mind the image of a Coke can. Do not do that. <laughs> exactly. Don't think of a Coke can exactly. right now. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, here's yeah. the problem. Right now, everybody in the world is talking about a Coke can. Yeah. Everybody. I can't verify the fact that it actually exists. Right. I haven't seen it myself, but. Right now, that is the top thing in the world that everybody's talking about. Well, well and Pepsi. So too, I sort of have. Yeah. I sort of have different example, but yes, <laughs> I, I have a little bit of an obligation to kind of dis, to say that the world is talking about this thing, but I can't. I can't tell you exactly what this alleged Coke can looks like, but I do just want you to picture in your mind a Coke can if you get a chance, and that's the issue that CNN ran into, and and so I think it's I I think you're exactly right that. By talking about it, they are talking about it because yeah. they're fucking talking about it. Simply because they didn't say what was exactly inside it because they couldn't corroborate it. With the the extent of information these days, it's almost impossible for them, you know, not to at least put the image in your mind. But it was the story of the day and everybody was talking about it before CNN kind of reported on it. But so this is journalistic responsibility. Exactly, this yeah, is what so, we've been, been talking no, about. No, look, I you understand. Know, is, okay. Why do you yeah. hate Fox News? <laughs> we're not talking about CNN here. We're talking um, about Bill O'Reilly and Fox News. Why do you yeah. hate Fox News? Right. Well, so at its core, it's because I, w- for the same reason that people kind of hate MSNBC, that people on the right really hate MSNBC and see CNN as the exact same thing, or see all this kind of Trump vitriol or the idea that he can't do anything right because it's as ideology above flat truth. out right. Exactly. Um, that's what that's how they see it, and I don't think that's true. I, I see Fox News at its core, as Sean just said, eloquently. It is ideology above truth, and and I have a huge problem with that because that's my that's the only thing I fucking care about is what is the truth here. And you've entered the no spin zone. <laughs> no, we haven't. We really we're, haven't. Because I've watched balanced. it. I've watched it many many times, and it, it, it's 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 not so much that it, I don't have a problem with the fact that it's biased. I have a problem with the fact that it's biased to the degree mm-hmm. that it is corrosive. Right? I, I don't think. I don't think ultimately MSNBC's conversations will will be corrosive to a society because it's rooted in some sort of like okay can we all sort of get along thing and the the one thing that it'll hurt Nancy will be Grace rich people. Nancy Grace is CNN, right? Nancy Grace is nobody. Nancy Grace is not on any of them. Used oh. to be. Oh, sorry. Um, That's the, yeah. No, I it, the, we'll put it this way: the, the, if MSNBC got its way, right, there would really be no more rich people in the world. So all the rich people would sort of be kind of middle or middle to upper class. Uh, that would more or less be their. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I don't it, think it's so. just that that what they want is a. I don't think I know. Or, okay. I understand. I know. It's just that what I mean is I don't see kind of everybody having a little bit of fair share thing, uh, in a in a societal standpoint being the worst possible thing that ever could have happened in the world. Is that ideologically? good or healthy or fair? No, not at all. I, I'm not suggesting that socialism or communism is the right way to go. 
And I'm also not suggesting that, you know, pure capitalistic, um, object, you know, Ayn Rand's objectivism tune into liter- literally literary for that. Well, no more rich people is definitely qualifies as socialism. No, I understand. What I mean is which, which of these two will cause kind of more, um, uh, okay. I, I, There's no, I, I understand what, what, what I mean by the corrosive element to our society, right? Fox News, in such a degree, mostly because Republicans are much better at politics mm-hmm. than Democrats. And that's the real problem. It's that, like, coupled with this sort of right wing ideology and well, the fact that Republicans are much better at the game and are, and, you know, have, have kind of rooted into the yeah, power, yeah. it's, it's, they're not become much dangerous. better. They're only slightly better. Slightly better is enough to get it Trump is, elected. It's when there's enough. two teams, that's it's, all it takes. It's, it's enough to and get gerrymandering. It's always been better, honestly, throughout no. history. It's I know. Only just Correct. Recently. Yeah, they got their You're shit right. together. Right now, exactly. And right now, okay. they're standing behind unfounded philosophies to effectively break, to get this bizarre demagogue elected because ultimately our kind of flaws in human nature. And our, you know, tendency toward authoritarianism <laughs> are there constantly, and and they're 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 content with that, so they can get fucking Neil Gorsuch on the goddamn Supreme Court because that's their ideology. Well, that's yeah, that's their one shining. You know what I'm saying? Thing. Like that's that's kind of the whole point. I, I, I no think one gave a fuck about I the think nuclear. It's really interesting. Well, I Fox News. <laughs> I think it's interesting how all these people are kind of coming down now. All these right wing people because of I think something you touched on is like. They're very good at politics and winning, but they're not good at governing, it seems to me. No, that doesn't matter. Well, either they're not good at governing or clearly they're green at governing because they've been out of for so long. Um, It's it's really interesting to see how they react and how they do things. And I think it's it's the reason why a lot of these guys are failing right now is because you give finally gave the guy the dog a bone and he doesn't know what to fucking do with it. Or that's a horrible analogy. But you know what I mean? Uh, I heard an interesting stat recently, and I, I apologize for not being able to quote where it's from, but they were talking about the um, uh, the amount of money that is required for campaigning. And so the day uh, after a person wins office and becomes a, a representative, they basically have to spend every day the next two years collecting $10,000 a day just to be a viable candidate. Yeah. So their job essentially becomes calling and begging for money. And that is the most important thing to get reelected, not necessarily to govern. Yeah. So I... To your point, Joey, I think that there's something that occurred to me a while ago. I don't think I've ever said it on this show, but it's it, it really comes down to sort of the if we do break down the ideologies of each different side, right? And we kind of accept those as not only true, but but look at them for what they're worth as far as how to create the pendulum, the healthy pendulum of our society, right? Any far to the left, it's dangerous. It's communism, and that's hasn't over history worked out. Any far to the right, mm-hmm. it's total authoritarianism and and so far, that hasn't quite worked out, right? So um, what happens actually is that what the left wants ultimately is more government, more government overreach. They want the government to have more power and they want the government to be more, they want a bigger government. The more people in the government, the healthier a society will be, right? So that's what makes them good at legislating because ultimately they're wonks. They're way bigger wonks than Republicans mm. because they like this stuff. They want government. They yeah. love government. They want to build the government up as much as possible. Here's the problem. 
that's not healthy because the bigger it gets, the more inflated it gets, we're back to communism. So what we need are the Republicans. The Republicans are the party of obstructionists. Paul Ryan said they're not. Unfortunately, they are. But that's not a bad thing. They need to accept that that's an okay thing that they want to be able to uncheck and they want to be, they should be more protective of the individual rights. More, you know, um, you're saying like Republicans get in your hole and stay there. Uh, be the, you're saying that can only you're allowed to be the obstructionist party. I'm saying they are that the very nature of their yeah, philosophy is what makes role. them that. Yeah. In they the would same argue way that, against that. By the way. I, I understand. What but is I'm, the argument against that? Though? Yeah, I don't see the argument against that. that. Whatever they're in, they like being in government. They think they can govern better than Democrats. Well, right, but what do they want? What is their what is their ideological plan? And Rand's uh, book, which is no government. Yeah, which is to tear down the government. That's my point. Which is the fair enough. They know that. Here's the thing that they know that's a utopia reality that they know that's never going to happen. They just want to limit government as much as possible. Right. right. <laughs> so that's that, exactly what I'm how saying. How is that not obstructionism? And so, and so, so <laughs> still, a, still, a, I would say it's equal. It's, it's an ideology in, in the equal sense. Right. They're both ideologies. Force. It's the opposing force, though. They're not okay. accepting the fact that they are the obstructionist party because what they want is less government, Listen, which, which means I agree, they're not good at legislating. They, they wouldn't believe that. They wouldn't say I know, that. but you haven't given – I don't care what they believe. I'm breaking down what I see as true. Okay. Well, I, well, more importantly, I mean that it's it's fair if that's not the truth of it. But do you think that that's true or not? Yes, I do. Okay, I, I think what you say is true. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the that the uh, would there be a good like alternate point to that, or do you think it's? I was trying. Like, what do you to think is a good? One? I know you tried. I, your I, I was trying it to was be nice. conservative viewpoint, but I I don't believe it. Uh, I believe you're right. Probably they are an obstructionist by nature. And they've just proven it historically re- and recently. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, well, it just makes them bad at legislating. I think someone because said they're... this before. Maybe Barney Frank. It was like, uh, you know, if you don't want to do something, you're not going to do it well or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, no, that's what's always kind of confounded me is Republicans hate government. And so anyone who hates a government, why would that – why would you want to do that as a job? There must be some reason. And the only answer I could come up with was, Turn well, so you down. could stop it. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of protect – the civil liberties of, or not so much the civil liberties. I actually don't want to say that the the individual rights. But even you know, I'm I'm giving them a little bit too much credit. Well, what if you, you, if you look a, historically, uh, classic but. Leslie Nope Ron Swanson situation. <laughs> yes, precisely. For those of you who've watched Parks and Recreation, that is exactly what it is. If you haven't, you're probably not listening to this show. Um. So anyway, that's that's that that I think is something that the Republicans need to just kind of accept and and not so and and forget about know your role. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just it's it, there's nothing wrong with being the obstructionist party because that's it's necessary for yeah. our pendulum. And I right mean, now it's swung too far the other way. It's and, th- they're and in now, power, though. That's the funny. I mean, they're in uh, in every right. And this is when they I get know. to be big obstructionist after the eight years of, you know, tiny. No, nah, but that's right. yeah, but that's the problem. They were huge obstructionists before. And right. The pendulum but, was not able to shift enough to the left so that it can shift more to the right. And now it's that's why we were able to push. And that's why we're pushing close to like a Thor fucking tearing. Well, the, yeah, that's the problem. It's the the Bush Republican era had their shit together and they were pumping through bills and, right. you know, taking care shit then when obama came in he tried to be a little bit too uh unifying and he wanted to get everyone on board rather than just using the power that he had when he was first elected exactly and you know it was that they didn't get as much momentum behind their push on the pendulum i mean so carter carter was an ineffective 
liberal who wanted it pushed way too far to the left and basically dropped the pendulum down to the middle yeah right, ish and then reagan came along and pushed it yep. way up to the right but Totes inflated everything made everything work and so everybody was like oh reagan's fucking rad mm. because what he did was sort of short-term gains and it was all good stuff it was yeah. great right so everyone's like well that fucking game. worked what's the problem it's the economy, economy stupid the only yeah. person who could come back to- and then of course you got fucking you know hw who yeah. sort of just like held it up as best yeah. he could but it slipped it out of his hands came back to the left it was down the center right because clinton was basically a centrist but he fucked his shit up and it went a little bit to the left not yeah. really that far if you think economically far farther left on the social ish if you don't not again once again foreign you policy like, was straight down the middle exactly yeah. yeah for the most part clinton was straight down the middle um and then you know so, so then bush came along and he yep. was farther to the right than fucking reagan but again the pendulum hadn't pushed far enough yeah. so it, it was still all to the right at this that point that momentum so pushed was even all farther, shifting right yeah. and then now obama came in and tried to push as much back as he could but it just it wasn't in his it wasn't in his cards it was yeah. impossible i've been thinking a lot was. about this by the way you're exactly what you're talking about yeah the because pendulum is just continuing because it's interesting that we go by presidential we haven't had two democrats i think in a in back to back uh in a long time i only, and i don't even know if i consider johnson and uh and kennedy no i wouldn't yeah. No, so, Kennedy was there for small periods. Yeah. I guess, yeah, so it's like Johnson had like half of his. And not to mention the fact that they were, you know, really Democrats, like, but it was a weird, you know, that was like the weird shift between Democrats yeah. and Republicans. That was yeah. like right in the middle of the shift. And, and so then before Nixon that, I, 60 something. Yeah, no, Republicans are, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, well, all right. I, so, yeah, and, and even like, even, so I mean, I guess it's been two back-to-back elections because even, I was going to say even Truman and and Roosevelt, like Truman mm-hmm. had to take over from Roosevelt who kind of wrote his stuff too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I agree. I think it's interesting that we can barely keep, and I thought it was going to happen this time. I thought actually Hillary was going to, clearly, I thought Hillary was going to win like every schmo. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to happen two Democrats I mean, in a row. I was actually expecting more liberalish policies. It, you know, the, she the won the popular that- vote. <laughs> A, Vegas odds had Hillary, you know, yeah. far ahead. I mean, there was no one that, you know. Oh, I was just setting you up for like a good Hillary joke. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, good. Very mature of you. I tried. Okay. Well, Bill O'Reilly, RIP. <laughs> She's we'll not talk, exactly the devil. We'll talk more about the fall of it's improvement of right-wing commentary <laughs> next week when we discuss Trump's 100 days. But anyway, Bill O'Reilly, days of Trump. Uh, you know, I, I hope you're, I hope you Enjoy your fucking $30 million mansion somewhere on the beach. And uh, fuck you, fucking Fox News. I I don't think he's going to have a problem. Um, No, he'll be fine. (laughs) No. Well, no, no. I mean, I I think he's going to just transition into web. I I don't think, I think a lot of his followers are going to stay his followers. His next book will be called Killing My Career. Mm. You stole I mean, that joke. Actually, here's the funny part. I didn't. I said that fucking first, and then I saw <laughs> Stephen Colbert said that shit afterwards. But you can check the text to Kelly. I said that. I sent that fucking cat text check it that later, morning. People. I'll check it. And then it's uh, a math equation. And then yeah, exactly. well yeah, yeah. sure. So somebody in the Colbert team probably. But then was writing you it knew the that Colbert said it, and you said it anyway. Exactly. Knowing yeah. this would come out after. I know. But then I I was hoping one of you would check me on it so I could reconfirm the fact that I came up with congratulations. Check hey yourself guys. Before you hey guys. Yourself. Yeah. There are nuclear weapons in this nuclear And right now weapons. Trump is saying, "Hey, maybe we could do a preemptive strike with nuclear weapons on nu- on on uh, nuclear Korea. On uh, on nor- nor- nuclear Korea." And uh he sent an armada first south cuz McMaster didn't No one expects the Spanish then, Inquisition. And then they sent him north. And there's some hard power going there. We've talked so much about North Korea. But who's crazier, Trump or Un? Own. Yeah. 
You think so? Yeah. Why do you think that? I mean, the guy's been groomed his whole life. Well, it, I mean, give him some time. Also, Un is 30. Trump is 70. Trump's got the dementia stuff going on, too. Well, that's true. Um, I just think that this is, um, it, it, to me, it feels like when Trump is going to do something, he's not going to tell us. When he tells us, that means he's not going to do something. You know what, though? I'm fucking tired of that argument, too, by the way. Because right he was like, I'm not going to tell you guys. I'm not going to say yeah. anything. And what did he fucking announce? He's like, I've got the armada going. That's you guys. what I'm saying. I've he didn't it. announce it and when then... he dropped the Moab. He didn't announce it when he uh, went into uh, Syria. Uh, he, you know, he is announcing it now. So I right. think this is more of a show of force to North Korea than it is an actual intent to drop nukes. Well, no, certainly. Of course not. I, I understand that. That doesn't mean that it's a smart move. Just like the other fucking ones weren't smart either. So um, it's not, it, it's, and. No, no, I, I'm certainly not arguing smart. Uh, yeah, and by the way, man, you can gauge what he's going to do based on his kind of, you know, he, he we. He's, People were like, oh, we didn't expect him to drop anything in Syria. It's like, yeah, we kind of, yeah. I sort of did. Mm. <laughs> like, he, right after he said it. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, he may have already known, but he's not very, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Um, and it's all too immediate anyway. But it, And it's fucking Ivanka asked him. That's why I didn't play this. <laughs> I'm very hostile tonight. You think Trump, you think Un's crazier? Yeah. Okay. He's more of a wild card, at least. He's been more insular his entire life. He's never lived in the wild. Where Trump hasn't went really. in Switzerland. That's with a bodyguard and like that's a very private school. Enough. And he lied I mean, about he his name, name. What's up? I'll put it this way. He, the, North Korea might be crazier than America. That's pretty clear, right? Yeah. But I don't, that doesn't mean that that, that Un He has more power he than Trump does. Over his citizens, yeah. not in general. It just happens to be that the U.S. military is exponentially yeah, he'll never more powerful fucking, than yeah. anything. Exactly, ever. for sure. Oh, and I do want to have, I, you know what? This is more interesting to talk about anyway. You've said it so many times that like, you don't think Un has a death wish, right? Which. No. Uh, oh. I don't think, well, I don't. You don't think he's suicidal, I guess is my point. I think. Is what you said. But he doesn't care. Or he's he, okay with it. He doesn't, he wants to keep, let his ride keep going. He, he, do, he likes, he likes being on top. Um. On top of what though? That's the, I mean like North Korea doesn't look like a fucking great 24 country. million new people are suffering. I mean, yeah, but he's, I don't know. Where man, they like, praise his every boof, and he gets to be but he extremely, his, extremely rich. Yeah, but I mean, in his heart of hearts, is he, like, you know, comfortable with his kind of lot? Or yeah. I, I feel like he would be. Yeah. But, he, but his legacy essentially would be, hey, I fucking, I nuke Goliath. Even if, if, it, even if that, it takes it, down his whole fucking country. Yes. With, with by the way, like, millions of soldiers. That he he could do that, Yes. That's, but yeah, we, that's, he would have to do that in some sort of last stand, but he would do that. For sure, yeah, that's what I mean. If he could, I don't think, well, I mean, right now, they will be soon, but right now they're not capable of doing, okay, they're doing, they can do horrible things. I yeah. don't think they're capable of delivering a nuke. I don't. No, I don't think so either. And, and, and you know, in several years he will be, it's just the question. It's a matter is, of time. For sure, yeah. But the question is if Trump does this soon, because I, as I said before, I think it's so interesting because the liberal government's about to take over, I think. In like mm. a month. So if Trump's doing something, you know. The liberal government's going to take over what? I'm sorry. South Korea. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that'll be a big deal, I think. South Korea is already really pissed about the whole Carl Vidson carrier thing. I feel like there was a couple articles already that were out that were saying like they were, they felt a little betrayed kind of thing. And I, that's understandable in my mind. Carl Vidson carrier thing? What yeah. How the carrier is supposed to be there on April 15th. 
and instead it wasn't there. It was, oh, right, right, it was right. A thousand yeah. miles south. You know? Right. Yeah. Because you know. they thought that that was going to be protection during this supposed nuclear explosion or something that could have happened. Right. Which, I, again, though, it might have been. I, I didn't think it was a smart move to send a fucking armada there, and it it was it kind of gave. It was sort of an accidental genius move of foreign policy where, like, it sort of gave some gave everybody some time to cool off, and the, you know what I mean. It's like a and it's just a weird happenstance, Mister Magoo thing where people are just like, oh, okay. So I guess you, it's there. But. Do you think that the missile that went off and was failed at the launch pad? Do you think that that was uh, U.S. Us? Yeah. Do you think I, that was I, cyber? I don't know. Cyber. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I hope so. I hope that the majority of the failed tests that nuclear that North Korea has been mm-hmm. doing are our doing inside jobs. I really do. I would like to think so. Yeah. And and for more than just the fact that it's badass and smart and rad, but it just makes me feel safer. I've been reading a lot about <laughs> uh, spy subs recently and the U.S.'s spy subs, how they're fucking like probably the most expensive, technologically amazing thing I've ever seen. They're insane. They're like way, specifically, more, way more powerful. In way fact, more powerful. You Google the USS Jimmy Carter. It is insane. It's the <laughs> it's badass. We took like a sub and added a hundred feet of like this extra like layer where we can hold like crazy like huge missiles and like entire CIA teams that can like dive in and like mm-hmm. put like bugs on the bottom of like undersea cables and stuff like that. It's real crazy shit. Anyways, I was amazed by the technology. Shampa. Okay. Anyways, um, so do you, is do you guys have anything else on North Korea? I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like we've talked about it enough in general, and it's you know it's just something we got to look out for. You, I mean, I thought it was interesting Pence's visit. Sure, because that was really during that moment where we thought that something would happen, and then he went and visited. I wanted them to see the resolve on our face. Yeah, how did you feel about that? I guess you didn't like that. No, it's fine. I mean, look, it, it's you know, again, it's <sighs> Pence. Pence went to the DMZ and stood outside for half a second because he's like, I'm not afraid because I know they're not going to shoot me. So it's like a posturing move because he's a fucking hashtag tough guy. And and fine, I guess. I mean, it was a it was a calculated move, I suppose. And it's fine. It's just a big, weird cock bullshit that's going on with this administration. Right there now. Was a There's just no there was a hashtag. What was the hashtag? Tough guy. Oh, I was I was not using a hashtag that existed. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> I I my, I I didn't care. It didn't matter. I I'm, I don't. I, okay, maybe it is the case that playing the tough guy role against North Korea is the right play. Maybe it's smart for us just to sort of to actually have a crazy guy in office, crazier than Un, to scare him away from fucking with us. Even though he's still going to try to get the nukes, and even still, I I think it's still going to you know whatever. Maybe this is the right play in the end. It's um, the new mutually assured destruction. Right, because because what, um, you know, Obama's sort of resolve and and uh, what's the word? Uh, just strategic, strategery. Stri- what was their strategic, you know, diplomacy? I guess was mm. wh- whatever they were calling it. Yeah. Patient, patient, yeah, patient diplomacy, some shit like that. Strategic patience. Strategic patience, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, they, okay, um, maybe that didn't work, and maybe this sort of thing will. But what does work look like? I mean, is work just taking? Un's power away? Is that what we ultimately want, or do we? I'm sure it's we the democratization, him... democratization, the turning North Korea into South Korea. Right, exactly. If that's what, but I don't know if that's that's only what the U.S. wants. Isn't that interesting? I was reading about this. Right, too. like no other countries want it. 
Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares enough. Even South Korea doesn't quite want it. Well, we only want it because they That's really hate us. Secretly. They fucking hate us. North Korea will fucking bomb us if they get a chance because they see their entire demise and they see their lot in life as directly correlated to our doing. We are the reason that they have a horrible life. Completely. Well, we stopped fighting the war. They never did. Right, uh, exactly. They are the most uh, militaristic society, I believe, on the planet as far as like per capita involved right. in the military. Right. Um, apparently, they have. Uh, en- they are just constantly digging tunnels, and they have the ability to send some thirty thousand troops through tunnels per hour across the border into South Korea if need be. Yeah. And almost their entire civilization or their entire society, I should say, is militarized yeah so you know they they i i yeah they are certainly something to be a force to be reckoned with all right well let's reckon with that let's move on to uh our rant corner um i I need more whiskey so so joey you have a hard on for russia why don't you talk about russia and then uh chocolate cake and then explain to us your prosecution cocktease bullshit (laughs) well (laughs) that's so damn Uh, i'm kidding i didn't mean it that way well, what I wanted to talk about the fact that Exxon wants to get the sanctions lifted. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I said earlier that when you start hearing about sanctions being lifted, the jig is up. Uh, and I really do mean that. I is mean, it the jig or the gig? Jig. <laughs> clearly a jig. Mm. Is it an Irish jig? Don't get racist. That'd be a J. <laughs> it's a hard J, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Finish your rant. I do no. It's not necessarily a rant. I can't get too angry because I. It's been happening for like so long. It's yeah, yeah, it is. But it's just. Uh, it's very clear that a lot of these things are are coincidences, and uh, there's been a lot of coincidences. I can't name them. There've been dozens of coincidences. So, they all have to be adding up. Coincidences are very hard to come by, and when there's dozens and dozens, the probability of them just being coincidences is almost nothing. You you really sound like Art Bell right now. Art Bell? Art Bell. Who's Coast Art to Bell? Coast AM. The, uh, the host of uh, the, I guess, the quintessential conspiracy late night radio talk show. Uh, well, that takes us to Conspiracy Corner. Mm-hmm. Joey, you said there were like three, four conspiracy I wanted to say I think the dossier is real, but that's probably not. Why would that be a conspiracy? conspiracy. It's not. Hmm. Anyways. <laughs> no, that was earlier. That's one of the other ones. That was. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see what I have written. Oh. Uh, basically, we talked about it too, the cyber attack. I thought that was kind of a conspiracy, whether America did actually the cyber attack on North Korea. Oh, shit. So what's the other one? Then? The other one was Jason Chaffetz. Chaffetz! Jason Chaffetz. Jason Chaffetz. He probably got like a nice big job offer, which is why he left suddenly. Is that the conspiracy? Possible. But people are saying, why would he resign so quickly? Because he can't take down Hillary. So Jason Chaffetz was head of the uh, Congressional Oversight Committee, which his sole fucking purpose in life was to prove that Benghazi was... Hillary's fault mm. and that she needed to go to fucking prison for the emails and was basically ready to indict her the very first day she got elected and fucking destroy her and take her down. But then Trump got elected and he's fight, like, well, fight. I guess I have nothing to, to do as an oversight guy. There's no, there's no one here for me to, Chantal, to oversee. Do you think that's, is that logical? Um, why, why should I oversee anything? I mean, Trump is fucking squeaky clean. What's do you agree, the point? Chantal? <laughs> it's a two-party system so that's that's how it works but do you think no, it should work that way Is obviously that not i've been a, a, a an opponent a, a staunch <laughs> uh 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 opponent of the two-party system for the the uh entirety of my existence all right <laughs> um 
We know that. So go ahead. You think Jason? Ch- I had a really funny line, but I couldn't think of the word. That you had a rhyme with Jason? No, I had a funny like line that I was trying to think of while you were in the middle of it. But now I just wanted to literally bring the show to a screeching halt, yep. so I could talk about the fact that I can't think of this word that starts with a C. Contrarian. So, mm. Got it. Yeah, that's, I, okay. That's so me. what I wanted to say while you were d- go go back into your thing as far as like how long have you been doing. You know, how long have you been talking about the fact that everything is bullshit? Four score and 20 Sean, years hey, ago. Sean, hey, Sean, Sean, get off your, oh, what was the word I said? Contrarian. <laughs> Sean, let's try it again. Let's go again. Uh, ever since I was Sean, a little boy you know crawling what, out of my mama's hoop. You know what, Sean? Get off your contrarian high horse, okay? <laughs> if these eyes like, could talk. Is that like a backward saddle? No. Is, it was just, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't even that funny. I just, yeah, I figured it, I figured we would just bring some levity to the it, table. To the half round, as it were. Yeah. Jason, that's who Jason Chaffetz is. So, what is your conspiracy theory? You said it. What? That he has a job? <laughs> no, that he planned Benghazi. He planned Benghazi? Yeah. Like, he was trying to pin it on Hillary? Yeah. That, I, I don't, don't think that's what he said. I didn't get that at all. kind of alluded to it. You alluded to the fact that he was the overseer of it. But the people are saying that basically he was part of a conspiracy that basically defunded the security at embassies. And then they all realized that this would be blamed on Secretary of State Hillary and blah, 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 blah. Was that um, the intended outcome or is it just blind Republican slashing? The intended outcome? Yeah. You're talking so, to a professional conspiracy theorist over here. So yeah, I know what he means, though. So <laughs> when, they, when they defund these embassies, is it that they're trying to stir shit up so Hillary gets That's blamed? That's the theory. Or is it that yes. they are just Republicans and they cut any money they fucking can? Obviously, I don't agree with this conspiracy theory, but the theory is that, yes, obviously they cut any money they can, but... That's a little strange to cut embassy security. It's not. It's a. Uh, it's a little strange for a Republican when it comes to defense and security. To yeah, no, it's it's certainly odd to cut but that stuff. Yeah. Uh, they would obviously cut any sort of uh, welfare program or you know endowment for the arts, but not you know God. No, artists don't need money. Yeah, of course. What do you mean they don't need money? Uh, we've talked about this. I mean, the uh, arts will be arts. Arts will exist. Uh, we don't need to... Uh... Really? Well, then why is the WGA talking about more things? <laughs> um, they are an artist. They're craftsmen. And that's a wow, whole different thing. that's why there's a guild. They're, huh? Yeah, their shit the is craftsmen. for sale. Well, I mean, what do they want then? I'm not exactly sure. Um, obviously, they want more. Um, you know, step one, collect the underpants. We step two, profit. M- no, there, no, there is a South Park episode about the WGA. Yeah, yeah, totally. We want more money. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the internet. The internet's not money. Yeah. Give us some of that money. The internet money. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's what it's all about. You know, it's pretty much every ten years this comes up. Yeah. Uh, when their contracts come up, they throw the biggest fucking fit, and so everyone gets fucked, and everyone has to follow suit. Well, God, do you believe in Occam's razor? Yeah. In general, Certainly. do you want to explain what Occam's razor is? No. Do you? Do I want to explain it or do I want you to explain it? I, I want you to I want explain you to, it. I was going to ask you, do you believe in it in general? There's but, nothing to believe in. What do you mean believe in it? Do you think it's a principle that holds up when it comes to these conspiracy The simplest theories? truth is most likely the most accurate. Uh, well, so Occam's razor is more specific. That's, that's a weird bastardization of the philosoph- philosophical standpoint. Uh-oh. That's philosophical. everything I say. Here we go. <laughs> um, Occam, Occam's razor goes Occam. more... More down the line of you shouldn't. Cuts a little deeper. You shouldn't multiply. Yeah. You shouldn't multiply um, 
presuppositions, essentially. So in other words, it's not so much that the simplest explanation is is most likely the truth. It's just that mm-hmm. um, that the simplest explanation is well, okay, fine. The simplest explanation is most likely the. My explanation was simpler, therefore it is more true. Yeah, well, I just fucked. Yeah. The kind of more the, of- the nuanced philosophical. <laughs> expo- I wasn't ready for. Damn. It's talking about ox razor right now. God damn it! Why am I? Why is my brain not working? Anyway, as I hold. Alcohol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is my brain not working? I feel Holding like, the source. I feel like I have some sort of like some sort of weird <laughs> intoxicated feel. I don't know what the deal is. Um. What? Why? What do you? Yes, I think that Occam's razor is a principle that Generally almost always true. well is is a great guiding force yeah. if you're trying to determine the truth of things. I agree. Okay. I'm saying I would like it. I was just wondering if he, Sean Fa, applies it to these conspiracy theories. Oh, of course, always. Yeah. Okay. It's just that the the so the again, bar is different. No, it's that that. Go ahead. Well, I mean, there's there's a difference between what I believe and what I hold true versus the narrative I am willing to explore and what is true. Yeah, and so you know, Occam's razor certainly applies to uh, when I make a conclusion, but uh, when I'm uh, yeah, I understand that though. I know I know what you're saying. Te- like teasing an idea is uh, is interesting sometimes. Yeah, I mean, to me, um, you know, counterfactual is always a a productive game to play. The idea of you know trying to think about what the opposite would be doing. Um, this is you know kind of a uh, just a general philosophy. You know, put put the shoe on the other foot and see how that is, and that can inform your decisions as to what needs to happen in this realm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, conspiracy theorists and yeah, know, quote skeptics stand firm behind Occam's Razor. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, of course. I mean, it, it mostly breaks down to um, stupid or liar. So right. you know, it, it's the. I don't think conspiracy theorists, in my mind, would use Occam's razor. When you get into, it, it, there is a point at which, uh, again, the ideology trumps the uh, the truthiness of things. So just like anything, you know, once a conspiracy is believed, then yes, Occam's razor does go out the window because you start following all these little catacombs down to uh, random pieces of trivial fa- uh, factoids, we'll call them. Um, so, you know, it is this, uh, uh, becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy at Correct. one point. But in a a true sort of uh, skeptic standpoint, you are always in in the uh, uh, search for truth, looking for the simplest, most reasonable answer. Right. Cons- I, I've said before, con- conspiracy okay. conspiracy theorists are cynics, and yeah. scientists are skeptics. Yeah. So conspiracy theorists will have a narrative in mind, i.e., okay, so the government the government wants the X, and so they conspire to make why happen so that they could get i think it's perfectly fair i just don't think those are equal we shouldn't like praise cynics like either equal to no one's saying that uh conspiracy i didn't i didn't science yeah no i said well when people are cynics equating news sources to news sources they are what are you talking about what i'm saying when you're equating not you know fake bullshit news to normal news it's sort of doing that no i'm saying that they have the narrative in mind beforehand and they're being cynical because the cy- yeah. cynics have the narrative. I understand Skeptics. what you're saying. Oh. And I'm equating that to stuff like InfoWars and that kind of shit. Yeah, so am I. That's what, okay. that's what I'm saying. And that's all I was saying. What? <laughs> I'm here, here. <laughs> I was just saying it's news. It's, it's equated to the right and left of news. Um, yeah, okay. 
David, what was your chocolate cake story? I don't understand what that was. I missed that. <laughs> you didn't hear there was an, the, I thought you heard the interview yeah, with, uh, even I heard this one. Uh, the interview with Maria Bartiromo, I think. Uh, I don't know. Whatever fucking news. Anyway, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Set with a marinara. Sauce? Did she eat chocolate cake? She, she was like, like egging him on. This was on Fox Business. Did Octavia Wars. Spencer make her a cake with shit? No, that was a pie, wasn't it? A pie is what I said. Sorry, shit. Jesus Christ. Anyways, yeah, that was horrible. How dare you? Good fuck. You what? My what? what is the, uh, I'm gonna move on to United. Chocolate cake. No, I guess it was just the interview. <laughs> is the interview he? She was gleeful to ask him about um, the moment when he decided to rain missiles on on Syria, and he was oh god excited to tell her. And of course, he remembered the exact <sighs> cake that he ate, and he called it beautiful. Like you stop using the same fucking adjective as you use just for the babies what? that were killed, like the beautiful babies and the beautiful <laughs> chocolate cake. It was a big, at least think of a cake. fucking different adjective. I know you your brain doesn't this work. Chocolate but... cake. It was the best chocolate cake he's ever had. Yeah. So uh, the and then yep, that wasn't uh, even the top. No, I know. It was then she asked, he started going on and on rambling about the sea, about the, the attack. And he, yeah, I fucked it up. And he was going and he was saying, and then we hit Iraq. And she said, you mean Syria? And he's like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's, he, he was able to go into such precise kind of, you know, like Anthony Bourdain style detail on the, the cuisine itself. But it really didn't matter who he bombed. It's like, oh, it just kind of slipped. It's Iraq, Syria. It's all the same. It was whatever. also the tone. The tone was yeah, for sure. gleeful. Yeah. And yep. it's simple. You're, you're ordering the death of people. Maybe not be a little fucking more respectful. Yeah. You yeah. Piece of well, shit. speaking of respect. Fuck you, Trump. Um, right in the ear. Let's do, let me just go off on United real quick and then we'll talk about hmm. two things. Um, it's not a big deal. I don't United care. My, to be honest with you, so when, when the story broke and everybody was talking about that, I, and somebody asked, I think it was my neighbor who asked me about it too. It's like, wow, what do you, you think about this whole United thing? I was like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was like the whole, there was way too much shit going on in the world yeah. for me to just be like, and, and maybe, and this is going to sound horrible, uh -oh. but the funniest part of all too, when I saw the video, they were like, well, didn't the video like shock you? And I'm like, well, I mean, it was a bummer, but like the dudes kind of screamed like a little you know, like a little girl a little bit. Sorry, ladies. I don't know how else to say it. He screamed. Damn, he just screamed. It was very sexist. I didn't mean, yeah. and I can't think of a better adjective right now, but basically he just kind of screams like a little wussy. And I'm like, dude, man up. The guy's fucking yanking you off. I get it. It's all bullshit. It sucks. <laughs> and he's screaming. It was just so annoying. The whole thing was just annoying to me. And it didn't really shock me. And I was just kind of annoyed. Um, and so, you know, whatever, kind of. And it was, it was like, I, I yeah, security they, state. Yeah. yeah like, beat it, people you know, up. That's, it, that's what we need, that Sean. Was, and the other problem too was like, nobody was talking about the fucking Chicago police who were the ones who fucking actually did it. Like United kicks the guy off and everybody's pissed off at United. Nobody's fucking talking about the fact that it was Chicago police that managed to kind we're of talking about it. be more forceful Get your about news here. It's like, I don't know. So I don't know. I, I. All of it just really pissed me off. I was just like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I think it's a bummer. He's a physician. It was, was there some racism going on with the fact that he was Asian? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. We're not done. We're not done. Don't you hit that fucking button. No. Yeah. It's, what? I, no, I, obviously, <laughs> I, I almost never see racism. I just see corporate bureaucracy. So for those of you uh, 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 randoms that are listening to this at some unknown future, um, the, uh, the incident was that a man was asked to leave the plane so that they could uh, fill his seat with United employees that needed to get to their destination. But um, 
I mean, it's it's just a complete corporate failing. And they have uh, since said that they have changed the rules. But it was also after a lot of bullshit from their... uh, their CEO, CEO yeah. yeah, going back and forth. Like the fir- uh, first, he kind of you know tried to brush it off and say this guy was being belligerent. Exactly. He sort of deserved to get kicked off. Yeah, right? and then he sent a, an email to all of his employees. Basically, I deeply saying, regret what happened. Uh, no, you... he was backing the employees. Oh, we I thought fir- you were we stand firmly behind all of our the actions of our yeah. employees, and you know we're he all used the, the right. word uh, reaccommodated. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was. Uh, um, yeah, I mean. They didn't necessarily beat the man as far as the videos show. That might have happened once he got off the plane. But the no, the, no, his the bloodying was the fact that he hit his he, hit his face in the fucking armrest. Exactly, didn't beat him. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, well, there there was questions as to what happened once they took him off the plane, and uh, nothing. Well, that's. Okay, sure. Maybe they roughed him up a little bit. Whatever. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, he, he was obviously delirious when he's he ran back into the plane. He's a doctor. He can fix plane. himself. But no, what I'm, uh, I'm getting at is he he's obviously not emotionally stable, you know? And he, this is a mass transit system. Yeah. This is, this is all of humanity that we have to be dealing with. And we have to understand, you know, it was uh, there was another video circulating of a 10-year-old. Yeah, a would that be fair for a bus? Like, well, the the, there was a video of a 10-year-old boy that was being arrested. He was a 10 old autistic boy that was being arrested in in his school because he kicked a teacher like three months ago or something and they you know he just didn't understand what was happening Mm -hmm. and you know we we when we're going to make these sort of proclamations about how to deal with the public we have to understand the the range of public that we're going to be dealing with also they could have offered more fucking money i mean everyone said it but it's just it's true and it's bullshit like uh you know take care of your fucking customers you fucking cunt ass douchebags well said yeah and i let me extend my apologies once again to the ladies out there for calling the asian man a pussy Mm. Hmm. and sean you should say you're sorry for cunts i think we should all just I think we should just all apologize all the time. I apologize for nothing. Because, you know. I'll jump on board if you want. It's just important to apologize. And Sean Spicer taught us a lot. With the Holocaust. Five times. With the Holocaust camps and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's good. Centers. He wasn't, Unac- even, he wasn't even that centers. good. That's right. Holocaust centers. I mean, uh, as much as I hate to defend him, he is. he has a horrible job. And he's very bad at it. <laughs> and... Oh, wow. Quite a defense. Sean Spicer, you might want to hire Sean Paul as a lawyer. No, I'm just saying that, like, in the moment, you know, when you... When, like, you realize I... you said some stupid-ass shit. Exactly. Like, you, you can't even, like, your mouth is not working any longer anyway. And then why is he is doing this? To... Yeah. Like, I... stop. Like, dude, it's embarrassing. I... It, you, we clearly know you can't answer a question. Exactly. Just stop. Like, I, I empathized with him because I understand understood what he was like trying to get at with the <laughs> the Hitler thing but no I mean it's just like, well it's their policy never to apologize man that's that the, is thing. the thing it's like it does yeah. you know he, he's sort of between a rock and a trump it's like it mm. well he's he can't apologize his, anything he'll, he'll totally allow his uh, you know his little bitches to apologize yeah I think to me I, yeah uh, he won't do it I, no I, but, well no it, it kind of is if it their, really is that bad has to be, has to well be that's like the thing this is, is purely friendly. a, a right, spicer but, fuck up so Spicer apologizing for right. his fuck up does not reflect poorly what, as poorly on Trump. I no no. What I'm saying is that the marching orders of everybody. Oh yeah. From again, we'll go back to CNN, Kelly McEnany, and all that, and right. all the way down to Sean Spicer. Right. The the 
the initial thing is never yeah. to apologize for and anything. That's why Those are the it took orders. him two days to apologize. Exactly, because like, he had to double check and make sure it was okay to apologize. Exactly. In the first place. Yes. And when it becomes a, uh, apparent that it is more uh, Trump himself has apologized from a PR at some point too for something, right? What did he? Yeah. What did he apologize? There was when one it, thing I think. Um, there was one thing you think. Yeah. I'm almost positive. I don't remember. <laughs> you can help me. I'm there was, waiting. There was definitely one thing at some point that he apologized. Oh, I hope you're not talking about the uh, the birther stuff because that was not an apology. No, nope, it uh, wasn't. Nope, it wasn't. Um, no, you know what? I feel like I, it might have been the tape. It might have been the the Access Hollywood tape. The grab by the pussy. Yeah, the grab by the pussy. You're right. That might he might have said yeah, it, or he, he might have not said it. He might have just said it on. Saturday yeah, he did live. something. I feel like he was, just yeah, like kind was, of apologized to women, or like yeah, did it was like a you know again. Of, it was as, yeah. it was as much of an apology as you're going to yeah, get. From him, but yeah, but it's not admitting guilt. It was. I'm sorry for saying. This. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I offended you, or I'm sorry you felt called offended. Called a locker room talk. No, no, no. Uh, other people did. After, other people did. Was, other people yeah. called it that as a defense. He did. I don't Trump remember exactly what it was, but he talk? did. He definitely said uh, sure, it. Sure, maybe, but I mean, like, mm. yeah, sure. In his apologies. Regardless of it, it was, you know, he came yeah. out and did a thing. He, you know, he did a thing. Mm. Anyway, that's enough of that. Joey, why don't you uh, talk about the prosecution? There's Joey, Sean, you had another thing? Go ahead. You didn't. Joey, what was the prosecution <laughs> cock tease thing you want to talk about? Julian Assange is oh. currently being prosecuted by the United States. He has been for fucking three years now, mm, or more than that. No, I mean that's why Kinda. he's been in hiding in Russia. Like. No, he's been hiding in London in the Ecuadorian embassy oh, that's because right. there's a it's rape a charge in, in Sweden. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. WikiLeaks, Julian Assange. Yeah, sorry. I hate him. I was on the other guy. What a douche. Um, did I got? <laughs> I was going to show some sausage real quick. I thought he was going to go on a defense of him. I thought he was going to be like, Julian yeah. Assange. No, I know. You I, were very excited. I like WikiLeaks. Blah, 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 blah. He well, was about to. I actually just cut it, shut it down just now. It was I saw funny. him thinking and formulating it, and I thought it'd be funnier if it was just like a, if I was like, yeah, that wasn't as interesting as you thought it was going to be, just to tease you. Mm. But let me just give you what you wanted, Sean. What, <laughs> what were you thinking about? <laughs> um, no, it, just essentially that we have to, you know, do uh in essence, kind of divorce the uh, the man from the the actions. men never get divorced. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, first off, the uh, the rape charges are kind of suspect, um, but that is uh, you okay. know okay. Uh, I mean, it, okay, um, but it, <laughs> I'm not that worries me not as much as his crimes against uh, the intelligence community of the United States. And see, that doesn't. I mean, to me, that that is investigatory journalism. That is uh, putting people's lives at risk. Um, yes, but it is. Inf- I I think the the American people should have a lot a lot of that information, and you know, uh, um, um, okay, a, a Assange and WikiLeaks were you know they were trying to do the right thing. They were trying to go to. That's not for us to decide, though, is it? Is it? Is it? Would isn't it us in our in our voting way? We we decide what uh, by electing our officials what we should know and what we shouldn't. Well, then what? No, we're journalists. Yeah, that's that's journalists the, the fourth estate. They. they uh, but if it's okay, you think everything and anything is uh, there's nothing off limits, I guess. Certainly not, and I, I, I mean, um, 
I, I think freedom of the press is ultimate and supreme. I think that, you know, we should be able to uh, talk about our government openly. We should be able to investigate our government openly. Um, you know, obviously, when it puts specific lives at risk, that is where, you know, journalists should have journalistic integrity and responsibility. So I view Assange as not just a journalist. I, as, I view him as a foreign agent. I view him as a tool that hacked into my election. And I'm not happy with him, who committed a sin against my hacked into our country election? and allowed Donald How did Trump he to hack? become he, president. He, you got to be careful with that term, man. You know, hacked here into I, the election. He didn't hack into fucking... shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I generalized, by the way. Sorry. He didn't hack. He just took the emails from Russian uh, FSB. I, right. But I, I, I still like. People don't know what the ter- what the word hack means. Like, okay, I know what the word hack means. You don't have to go through this. The point is that my original point was that I am not happy with Julian Assange because he has committed a crime against my notion of a democratic election in my own country. Uh, in that you think that those secrets should just always be kept secret? No, I think that he's a laundromat for Russian intelligence. Um... Be that as it may, if that information is true, do we not have a right to that as citizens? That's what, not the question. What if he What if he manages to leak dossier that you so desperately want to see? What if that comes from WikiLeaks? That's already leaked. What do you mean talking about? What I'm saying is, no, no, I'm saying, what if it, the dossier itself? What if, what if a confirmation of said dossier hmm. is leaked from the FBI? Like something kind of confirming that they know about this? I would be extreme, I'm extremely skeptical of anything WikiLeaks does. Okay, so it won't. It's only it's very one sided towards the West. No, I'm saying this is a, a different side. Like they're they're what if basically they kind of give the information. I would more still be, I'm telling uh, you, I would still be skeptical just knowing WikiLeaks, even it whatever they would put out. I'd be very skeptical knowing it's from a Russian propaganda military intelligence. I, I know you'd be skeptical. Would you still hold as much disdain for them if they were essentially the reason that Trump got impeached? Because ultimately, what they were trying to do, because from their minds, what they were trying to do was just kind of freedom of freedom of information. So okay, and I, I mean, I don't think it. that would, unless yeah, I think it's possible because, you know, let's say Russia turns on Trump and wants Trump out, right? Which is honestly a possible ability oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, only because what they want to do is disrupt our democratic. I still you know, think process. Assange is a piece of shit. Sure. Yeah, even like he still committed a crime no matter what he does after. If we're going to assume that Russia was in cahoots with the Trump campaign, I still don't think they expected him to win. Mm-hmm. I think they were expecting to just to throw me. a wrench in the works. It doesn't matter. Sure. They try. They try their hardest, and they right, right. But they're the. I don't think that those ties are, uh, you know. Uh, and I think they did expect to win. I think honestly, they did. I got to be honest. They they were pretty. They're confident. You don't don't forget these are. I, I don't think you, you'd, you'd never see uh, Putin unconfident about anything. But it's also the people in the yes. FSB. There, <laughs> these when are my nipples. <laughs> I'm a horse. Think about it like cold. Think about like a factory, like, Most full of like 300 cubicles. Not a factory, you know, an office building full of 300 <laughs> cubicles. <laughs> no, I like, but I like the factory. With I like it too. It's this is, is what I'm picturing. What it's what like, it is. and and they're all concentrated on doing one singular thing, which is like creating a hashtag or spreading three articles that week and their number one goal is every week every week every week work for getting trump elected and then you don't think they were like telling each other we're going to do it we're going to do it they they knew they were what they were doing they could uh, see doesn't the mean they pole. thought they would win though i think they thought they would win 
and it, it they all, might, they, then they might have been unjustified because the, the the polls and the numbers weren't in their favor. They they knew there win. was a chance. They knew there was a chance. This of course, is, this is also a, a standard tactic of Silicon Valley. This is this is some this is a business practice. So yeah. to not okay. expect this to matriculate its way into politics and the way that elections run is ridiculous. I am sure the Democrats were doing that as well. Probably not to the extent. Why? But are you, what makes you sure of that? Why? Be, just because it's such a standard business practice and. Anytime you're trying to get traction on anything, you you know go out and hire clicks. Like you, okay. you pay for clicks. That's just what people do. So, clarify exactly what you're talking about first, real quick. Uh, just the idea that you can you know for certain amounts of money you can get enough likes and or subscribes or whatever, and you you know people in countries that get a lot less money per hour just sit in these rooms full of computers and run these little cycles of clicking on your thing and going somewhere else and clicking on that and right. So just, you can raise the 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 kind of the interest on a story that's politically favorable to your side. Exactly. Okay, and that's that's just a practice that is. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. And you're saying the Democrats did that too? I I, I am sure they did. Just mm-hmm. in that it is a, it is a standard business practice. Mm-hmm. What are some of the stories that they wanted to kind of prop up? You think? Oh, just anything anti-Trump uh, towards the end. You know, all of that, uh, all of the vitriol and hatred towards Trump when it became down to just the two of them. Uh, that is all. All of that clickbaity worthy shit. That, it's I don't know, man. I it's a little too vague. Like the the biggest story, of course, was the Access Hollywood mm-hmm. tape, which was the Washington Post, I think. Yeah, which broke that story. The yeah. other big story that I don't necessarily know that that needed uh, the help. of That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and then, and same thing. I mean, I, I think there were so many fucking things with Trump in and of itself, and he was the biggest news story. Period. Yeah. I don't think there was anything that the Democrats needed to do in the first place. Period to get. A, tr- a negative Trump story. No, I, I just expect there. that they would do it. And if they're not, I think they're dumb and it will be employed in the next campaign. That is just mm-hmm. how you control information right now. I don't disagree with that part, but just saying that you were sure that they would do it, I just have to. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, 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 I feel they would be remiss if they didn't. If, okay, so in a different circumstance where it was kind of like, you know, a, a, a Mitt Romney versus fucking i don't know who was another just general prosaic biden sure good mitt, Ro- mitt romney versus biden right yeah i could see that going down mm-hmm. um maybe not to the degree that you know russia would have hacked into it or whatever but i think sure they they both would have been hiring things to get clicks yes i'll give yeah. I'll, i will i will grant you that in that conversation just occam's razor man. listen i know you're talking <laughs> about just getting clicks and trying to make an equivalency between the democratic party which is silly but the point is russia did this on a scale that's never been happened before people don't realize well, they're really that. good at it no yeah yeah they're really good at it because it's whatever but that's not an excuse they, they're way different than anything that's ever happened forget the scope the fact that they infiltrated it sure to break into our democratic yes and pride. yes 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 and <laughs> not no, no no because that's i think is good more point. important i think sure. that that's more important okay and and yes <laughs> What do you want? Not only that. Part. I can't agree I with know. you more. I, I agree with you too. Um, okay. Well, so as far as transparency, let's close out on this, guys. Um, Trump recently vodka. said, we can. I'll have some vodka <laughs> with you. Sure. Um, Trump recently. Actually, I do want some vodka. Hmm. Huh. I'm going to have some vodka tonight. Mm. That'll be fun. We'll mm. do some tune into Literally Literary in a couple months to find out about it. Mm. Uh, Trump recently went back to the old ways, the old before Obama ways, which before was time. to yeah, the before times and the long, long ago, which was to make the uh, logs as to who's visiting the president. Um, it rolls downstairs and under your chairs and over your neighbor's dog. <laughs> no longer accessible Log. to the public. Um, 
Obama in a in an attempt to make the world or to make the, the presidency more transparent, as he promised, uh, changed this. However, of course, um, the right will note that he masked some of the names that he didn't want publicized. Um, I haven't really verified that, but sure, let me just put that out there. Um, what do you guys think? I is think a good that's idea? standard practice, by the way. Go yeah. ahead. Masking it? No, I mean, well, redactions, redactions, that kind of redactions. Thing. Well, they weren't standard practice because even even publicizing the or uh, making oh, the logs public in care. the first place. Mm-hmm. There well, but making definitely... the logs public were not a practice before Obama. Yeah. Obama made them public so as to be more transparent, but yeah. he did mask certain individuals. Um, whereas before it was just kind of, yeah. it, it, the logs were private completely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, they, they have to judge him on a scale. You judge him against all other presidents. You judge Obama or yeah. Trump? Every president against all other presidents. That's yeah, how all other, okay. not just the predecessor. So Obama's judged against all other presidents. That's He's the most transparent of all other presidents. Yeah. Okay, there it cool. Is. Okay, as far as visitor logs are concerned. Yeah. Um, and quite honestly, I don't think those should be public. I think that the president should be able to meet with people. Obviously, if, you know, Julian Assange wants to dig in and try and track who's going in and out, that's certainly his prerogative as a journalist, quote unquote. But, uh, you know, that is... I like that the White House is showing they have nothing to hide. It's nice. Oh no! I'm I'm totally I, I I like B-Rock in all of the idea of not just saying Barack Obama, public. just the idea of it. Yeah, I, like I am totally in favor of transparency. But if there is one person I am cool with you keeping his uh, um, uh, dealing secret or at least a little less visible, it's certainly the president and who he talks to. Because there might be some sort of. You know, he, he's in charge of keeping us safe. That's his number yeah, one job. So I mean, just maybe by, there are some things that he just strategically needs to do that shouldn't be kind of public knowledge. Yeah, just by him having talking, having been talking to the Chinese prime minister, right. when, you know, that is news in and of itself. Sure. Sometimes those meetings probably need to happen a little bit more privately. Right. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have it in fucking Mar-a-Lago. Well, that, I'm not uh, talking about that. I, I know. I was just a... It was, a, it was a, a big sound guy. Um, however, I will say, um, you know, one of the one <laughs> of the things that gig. <laughs> you don't I bet I'm sure it's less than minimum wage. It definitely pays, but he'll he'll uh, stiff you on it a little dangerous, bit. Pretty dangerous, right? If you look at the paint jobs he had to do recently, it was like what thirty thousand dollars he owes some shit like that. Whatever. Anyway, um, it we, the the problem yeah. is that we have a lot of conflicts of interest right now that are continually unchecked. Uh, you think that's Ivanka's patents? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I well again so. Would that not? I mean, you know, he hasn't properly divested his business. It's you know, endless. He hasn't. Yeah, it, it really is endless. I'm not even going to start. Well, next week you could we'll start do by a naming every things. single hotel and all these countries, all his kids, all right. this stuff. Was right. the tax riot the blind tax, trust uh, the t- protest the tax. <laughs> tax riot? <laughs> That was a totally different thing. Uh, the tax protest was that like even a thing? I don't oh, know. Yeah, I very much so. Like, much, it was yeah. a thing for sure. I mean, Pretty it just it, yeah, it didn't feel like it. Like it, I don't know. It if just kind of felt if like Trump it was, notices. I mean, that's a big deal. I would it just say. It, did he? I mean, yeah, it seems he, like oh yeah, he, he tweeted, tweeted like four times about it. Really? You know what? I four is just a lot. He tweeted at least once about it. I read that once. That one tweet. I it just, just gotta, seemed like more of like the obligatory protest at this point. Like it, like people just kind of signed up months ago and they just kind of showed up. So that's not an unfair assessment. There were other th- there were other parts of the news that were a little bit more interesting at the time yeah. that so it didn't get the publicity that it may have gotten and but the, and the the size of the crowds weren't as big as when they first were yeah um I think the news story was important or I think the fact that is 
is that an inherent issue with the Democrats having been so hyperbolic within the first hundred days and protesting, you know, uh, almost every week, the first few weeks? It's, well, and, it's what we've all said. It's not so much that it's hyperbolic. It's that there's too many, there's so many fucking things to protest. See, I don't, People are going to get burned out. And but, so yeah. it's just. And has that already happened? I don't like <laughs> how you guys, I don't like how you're viewing protest as like this singular event because I think we're forgetting it's, it's almost like uh, stuff needs momentum. And like you have to kind of like, Push it, push a ball into the air first, or whatever. You know, I, mean, I guess that's a horrible analogy. Yeah, no, I think but you have to, the same thing. Like but I things think that, are just too fractured. To but I think get that, that momentum. The idea is that we're going into a recess, like in the next week. I think you have to remember that that's a big deal because there's a lot of other stuff going on. Trump is going to push healthcare again next week. Yeah, we week. haven't talked about that yet. Uh, there's a lot more people are complaining about. So I think the tax stuff is going to happen too. The tax reform is about around the corner too. So I think it's a good thing to add, that we're actually increasing the momentum as the recess happens. So it's like we're encouraging people to well, the tax thing get involved. The important Spring thing about bitches. the important thing about the tax the the tax um, go to a town hall really fun. <laughs> so <laughs> the, bikini. The important thing about the tax return <laughs> protest. Yard of margarita is that it keeps the story alive. It keeps the fact that Trump has you know refused to divest his business. What about the whole Russian story? Why do you refuse to release your tax returns? You know, time after time after time with all these bullshit. They're under things. audit. It's not so much, and it's not so much that they actually even want it to happen. It's just that they want to keep the story alive. Um, I don't know what their ultimate goal is as far, you know, is it just to get Trump um, impeached? Money. And I think the answer is money. no. I do money, not, please. No, I'm talking about the protesters. Yeah. Money. They want money. They're all paid. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, it, it's, <sighs> look, I think. Pound for pound, what we need um, is a stable society. Is that too much? <laughs> is that too much to ask? How profound, sir? Is that too much to ask, Sean Fa? And I don't think stability that stability through chaos. Yeah, and I, and and I don't think this sort of laying down for the sake of having an R in the office is beneficial to our current Congress that has again like stripped away some of the simple norms. Just because they want to fucking win and nobody wants to be wrong. So they'll, they're willing to kind of give up their humanity just for partisanship and, and give up. That's politics, baby. You know what, though, man? It's not. Because it's not a question of just, oh, I'm going to win, you're going to lose. We all have to live in this fucking country together. We're, we're all neighbors. <laughs> they I'm don't. Sorry. They're above the law. Well, they, they, they have health care. As much as they might think it is, and specifically Trump for that matter, they, they all appear to be more interested in just fucking winning than really helping this country along. And, and they, they'll, they're willing to say whatever it is to get people on their side. Um, and apparently it seems to be coming back to fucking haunt them, man. I mean, it, the, the truth is ultimately coming out, as we've seen with fucking Bill O'Reilly, as we've seen with a lot of the kind of right-wing nuts out there, as we've seen with Trump's inability to kind of get anything done. Um, but also the left's kind of inability to really have a cohesive message. Um, I, I don't know what the reality and the result of all this will end up being, but I, I certainly hope the fact that everybody's a little bit more politically active will be beneficial. But the, the truth is, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I don't know either. Nah. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking 
spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know man Cause the truth is I don't know man I just I don't know Nice little rant there. I didn't want to interrupt, but should we go back to uh, uh, states appointing our congressmen as opposed to the the current public election system that we've newly contrived? No. No. Remember to follow us at Politinkering on Twitter. If you get a chance, head over to forecast.com. That's forecast.com. And donate. You can pay for our meals if you desire. Remember to rate us on iTunes. Give us whatever star you feel is appropriate. At the moment, I'm going to go like three-ish. I, I did okay. I do, however, want a white Russian because today is 420. And uh, head over to Literally Literary, and you can listen to me read some uh, shit. And uh, you can join us on text before calling and uh, Wild Wild Westworld if you haven't uh, caught up with that. Just gave you two stars because of this. Why don't you plug South Park, Joey? Oh, going down, going down South Park? Was that my job? Kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> it would have been the triumvirate. Yeah, it it I wasn't listening. Yes, and. The tri- I'm hungry. The Triforce. I know, I'm able. sorry. What? The Axis? Triforce. Nerd. Fuck it, we'll do a live! Jesus fuck.